Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. Breaking news out of Durham this morning. Crews are on the scene working to reopen a road hours after a car crashed into a power line, leaving dozens in the dark. We have a look at that area that's affected right now and a timeline on when traffic will be able to move through there again this morning. Plus, wildfires are burning in Canada and they're causing air quality alerts for us right here in central North Carolina. Who this will impact the most and when they'll want to stay inside. Today it's a code yellow ozone forecast, which is pretty common in the summer. But tomorrow's a code orange, and that means it's an action day. I'll talk about what that means. Also, the area near Dix Park will begin to look a little different as a $700 million project gets underway. How this mixed-use project will change the landscape of that popular park. Change the looks of our skyline in downtown Raleigh as well. Good mm -hmm. Tuesday morning to you. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday as we get things started. Yes, all that wildfire, the air quality in Canada coming over here. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. It's just kind of bizarre to think about, but it's affecting our air. So when I walked in this morning, I could see the moon, and the moon was colored orange. It's not quite full. It was full over the weekend. But you could already see some of that, and that's what we'll see today. It'll look hazy for us today. Uh, today is code yellow. That means the air quality, is air quality is moderate, and that's for the entire viewing area. That's pretty typical for us. We see code yellow most days during the summer. Uh, but tomorrow is a code orange, and that means it's an action day, and that means folks uh, in sensitive groups. So that would be children, the elderly, or anyone with a respiratory issue in the triangle area um, should probably limit their exposure around the middle of the day. Uh, it's code yellow for Fayetteville for tomorrow. So right now it just looks like uh, uh, the triangle will have worse air quality. We take a look outside right now. This is a look at Goldsboro. All is quiet. Um, we're going <laughs> to take a look at what's happening temperature-wise. Nice and mild out there. 61 Roxboro, 56 South Hills, and 50s for Rocky Mountain Goldsboro, 63 degrees in Southern Pine. So it feels pleasantly cool this morning. Our temperatures are going to be hotter than yesterday. We climbed to 80 at lunchtime. We'll be in the upper 80s for highs this afternoon. We don't have much of a chance for rain today, but tomorrow could bring us the best chance all week. I'll show you the timeline coming up. If you're traveling through one particular part of Durham this morning, you may run into some traffic troubles. A road is still closed now hours after a serious crash brought down power lines in that area. It's happening right along North Duke Street, and that's where Michael Grace is in the WRL Breaking News Tracker. Michael, the crews have been out there all throughout the night. Are they making progress? Yeah, fortunately they are, Jeff. I also just checked the Duke outage map. There's no more outages in the area. The big problem now is that there's fiber lines that are still across the street, one from Spectrum, another from Frontier, and that's what they're working on cleaning up right now. And I'm going to hop behind the camera because right now, about 10 minutes ago, actually, uh, Spectrum has their construction crew that just made their way out there. Let me try to brighten this up for you. You can actually see uh, that line right there across the street, and the big problem is 
is that because these outage lines, or excuse me, these fiber lines are from two different companies, Spectrum wasn't able to move Frontiers. Frontier is not able to move Spectrum, so they're going to have to go one at a time. Spectrum out here right now. Frontier expected to get out here at 5 a.m., so this road could be closed for the good chunk of the morning, but we're going to stay up here and get some more updates as we move along, Jeff. Live in Durham, Michael Grace, WRAL News. We're working to learn more about a crime scene that had police surround a Fayetteville apartment complex overnight. New video shows officers at the Carrington Place Apartments on Tatum Drive before midnight. Investigators could only tell us that no one was killed. We've made calls and we'll bring you any updates on this case on air and online. Wildfires burning in Canada are triggering air quality issues for millions of Americans, including right here in the Triangle. There are now air quality alerts in place issued directly from the National Weather Service. WRO's Laura Levine joins us this morning to explain who will be affected the most by this and when we can see the worst of it. Laura, good morning. Good morning. Yes, right now here in downtown Raleigh, it is clear. We aren't seeing any haze just yet, but that could become very different as the hours of the day progress, as well as as we get inch closer and closer to tomorrow. So as Elizabeth has said, today we are in a code yellow, which is normal for the summertime. But tomorrow we'll be in a cold code orange, which poses a threat for sensitive groups of people. Get a look at this video here on your screen. The spike in air pollution comes from these wildfires raging in the Canadian provinces of Quebec and Nova Scotia. Hazy skies have blanketed a wide portion of the country. Air quality advisories are in effect on some regions across the country as the smoke drifts to the Carolinas. An alerts warning of elevated concentrations of air pollution were issued particularly for sensitive groups. So that includes children, older adults, and people with asthma and other pre-existing respiratory conditions. So the best advice, especially for tomorrow, is to just limit your time outdoors. You can also help prevent air pollution by driving less, uh, preserving and saving and consuming some of that electricity, as well as avoid idling in your cars. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Raleigh. Should elected officials be able to switch parties after being elected? Democrats in the North Carolina Senate want the answer to be no. They plan to speak about their new Voter Fraud Protection Act at 10. It calls for a special election if an elected official changes political parties. The bill also requires campaign contributions made to those candidates be refunded. This comes after State Representative Trisha Cotham, who was a Democrat for years, became a Republican in April. That gave the GOP the ability to overturn vetoes from Governor Cooper. A push to legalize betting on sports using your phone is just two votes away now from Governor Roy Cooper's desk. The state house is set to hold the first of those votes today on a bill to allow gambling on college, professional and other sports online and in some in-person facilities. The House Speaker has already said it has the support to pass, but you'll have to wait before placing any bets. Legalization won't take effect until at least January 8th. Today, friends and family will gather to remember a well-known political expert in North Carolina killed in a boating crash. Funeral services are planned today for Conan Morgan. He led many political campaigns for Democrats in our state and around the country. He was also a graduate of Gardner High School and went to NC State. Morgan died last month in a boating accident near Beaufort. Wake County commissioners paid tribute to him last night. Conan passed away the day before Memorial Day, and so I have just been sitting with a lot of grief in my heart. So I appreciate um, uh, my colleagues because he was a friend of all of ours. 
Morgan was 42. His funeral starts at 11 this morning at the Martin Marietta Center for the Performing Arts in downtown Raleigh. Federal investigators will be back out at the site of a plane crash this morning that left four people dead and prompted military intervention. They say it'll take several days to comb through the wreckage of that flight that crashed in a Virginia forest. They want to know how the plane lost pressure, likely causing the pilot to lose consciousness just several minutes into the flight. We spoke with the plane's owner who says his two-year-old granddaughter and adopted daughter were on board, returning from a trip to Banner Elk here in North Carolina. My grandbaby was just a beautiful little monster, like two-year-olds are, and I enjoyed every minute of our monsterism. Mm. The plane veered hundreds of miles off course, causing military jets to scramble as it flew over restricted airspace, airspace in Washington, D.C. Investigators are working to find out what caused it to eventually crash. If you live in Wake County, your property taxes are going up. County commissioners just signed off on a $1.8 billion budget. It takes effect next month and includes big investments in affordable housing, public schools, and child welfare. To pay for those priorities, commissioners agreed to raise property tax rates. Let's say you own a house worth $400,000. You'll pay an extra $130 a year. Commissioners say the decision to raise property tax rates wasn't easy. We did not take that lightly. In fact, it caused me quite a bit of anguish. I wished, I had so wished that the revenue numbers were going to come in this year that justified, you know, all the uh, demands for county services. If you're worried about being able to pay your property taxes, the county does have a program to help. We have a link on WREL.com. Coming up on 440 right now on your Tuesday, a North Carolina man is facing several charges accused of punching a toddler. What police say led up to this bizarre attack. Plus, the gateway to Dix Park could soon look much different. Two big towers are in the works. We'll show you what they'll look like next. We'll give you a live look at Lewisburg. Good morning to you. It's going to warm up today. Elizabeth Gardner will join us with a hot day ahead. And when we're expecting to see rain next. From the WREL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442 and taking a look outside, it feels very pleasant right now. 59 in Wilson, 64 in Durham, 61 degrees in Fayetteville. We're going to see a good bit of sunshine for today. Today stays nice and dry. Our humidity stays low, but it is going to be a hotter day than it was yesterday. As you're heading out the door this morning, expect mostly sunny skies. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 60s. School day forecast. Yesterday we were in the low 80s. The one thing that's going to be great about today is even though we're going to see temperatures in the upper 80s, our humidity stays on the low side. So it feels more comfortable than some days in the upper 80s. It does stay dry for today, but tomorrow we get into the best chance for rain all week. Most of it will be pretty late in the day and overnight, but we'll walk through the timeline coming up. The mother of a six-year-old who shot a Virginia teacher is expected to plead guilty to federal charges. Deja Taylor's attorney says the guilty plea is part of a deal they made with prosecutors to keep the case from going to a grand jury. Taylor faces several felonies. The charges come nearly five months after the shooting at Richneck Elementary School in Newport News. Investigators say Taylor's child got the gun from home, came to school, and shot his teacher. The teacher survived. The child will not be charged. A North Carolina man is facing charges this morning, accused of punching a toddler. Uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg police say the suspect randomly walked up to a woman and her one-year-old and punched the child. 
Officers arrested and charged 26-year-old Rico Williams, and court records show he's facing several other unrelated charges, including indecent exposure. Investigators say the child was taken to the hospital and is expected to be okay. A crackdown is happening on roads across the Triangle this morning as law enforcement agencies try to stop reckless driving of ATVs and dirt bikes. The most recent incident happened in Durham. Chapel Hill police say they've charged six drivers accused of recklessly driving on Sunday. Officers say they were part of a larger group driving into Chapel Hill from Fordham Boulevard and Franklin Street. Durham's chief spoke to WRL about the approach investigators plan to take to keep everyone safe on the roads. So we've got a uh, multi-agency, multi-jurisdictional operation in, in the works for them. As of right now, it's unclear if the reckless driving in Raleigh, Durham and Chapel Hill are all connected. Police say if you're on the roads and get caught in the middle of ATVs and dirt bikes, don't take matters into your own hands. Officers suggest calling 911. You'll see more construction crews near Dix Park in Raleigh. Work is underway now on a $700 million development that'll feature two 20-story buildings. They'll include apartments, businesses, and more. The development is being called The Weld, and it will go up above Lake Wheeler Road at Hamill Drive, overlooking the park. I think we will see some height right along the edge of the park there, to be sure, uh, which makes sense. Everybody wants to be able to see the park, right? It's a it's a great asset for the community. The well developers expect construction to finish by the summer of 2025. They're already planning a second phase that'll include offices, more retail and more housing. You can get a closer look at the renderings and what's planned for those towers on WRLTechWire.com. And while you're there, check out this story as well. A new study says North Carolina has the seventh best economy in the United States. Researchers with WalletHub compared all 50 states in 28 categories, including personal income, health of the tech sector, and overall economic health. Washington State topped the list. Dutch citizen Joran Vandersloot plans to fight his extradition charges. Vandersloot is the suspect in the connection with Natalie Holloway's disappearance. He's facing trial on extortion and wire fraud charges. Vandersloot's lawyer says he will file an appeal to stop the extradition expected to happen today, arguing that authorities have not respected due process. The lawyer says his client accepted the extradition in his desperation to get out of prison. He was sentenced to 28 years in prison in Peru for the murder of a Peruvian woman. All Wake School parents will soon be able to view their child's digital classroom using their own account. The school system is transitioning all schools to Canvas next month. That system allows parents to sign up for so-called observer accounts. It allows them to see their child's grades and due dates, among other things. Systems officials say it allows for better communication and syncs with state systems. 447, the time right now on our Tuesday morning. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRN Severe Weather Center with what's happening now. What's ahead? Yeah, temperatures are in the mid-60s as you're heading out the door this morning. Our dew point sitting at 60. It's a little bit higher than it was this time yesterday, but it is likely to fall a little bit as we get into the afternoon. So we're going to hold it in the 50s today, which is going to feel pretty comfortable. You know, in the summertime, we, especially like July and August, that dew point is likely to be closer to 70. And that's the number at which it really feels quite uncomfortable. Speaking of uncomfortable, of course, we do have the smoke 
smoke from wildfires in Canada is starting to drift down into our area. Today, it's a code yellow ozone forecast, and that's pretty typical of summer for us. We see this pretty regularly. Um, it uh, just means that people with, who are unusually sensitive, if you have severe respiratory disease, you don't want to be outside. Um, but again, we see code, code yellow for you know, a good chunk of the summer. Now, code orange is uh, as an alert day, so that means that it's time to take action for some groups, and that's going to be for the northern half of the viewing area, including the triangle area. Our southern counties are back into that code yellow again for tomorrow. So it means that children, elderly, uh, people with respiratory issues should limit their time around the middle of the day. Tomorrow, healthy adults should be fine. You'll probably notice some haze in the air, but again, unless you're in that sensitive group, it shouldn't be something that affects you. We take a look at where the smoke from the fires is right now. This is this morning, and you can see the yellow and orange colors. That's where we're seeing the highest concentration of the smoke. So things are looking pretty good this morning, except when I walked in, I'll tell you, you could see that moon was full over the weekend. Um, you could see that orange color already on the moon. So we're going to notice this today. This is a look at tomorrow morning at 430, and you can see that smoke, how it's settled down across our area. But notice how it sort of starts to dissipate toward the end of the day. But this could maybe potentially not be the end of it. As long as we're seeing that wind coming out of the north, we're going to have that potential for some of that uh, haze in the atmosphere. Around town today, warmer, 88 in Raleigh and Durham, 91 in Fayetteville. We take a look at our temperatures. 85 is normal. We're going to drop it back to 83 tomorrow and then 79 on Thursday. Some really nice weather in our forecast to wrap up the week. But we do have a good chance for rain Wednesday night. This is a look at our muggy meter. Our dew points are staying in the 50s for the most part all the way through the week. And that's going to feel very, very nice. Let's take a look at what's happening in our seven-day forecast. And you can see, again, those really pleasant temperatures. We get into Sunday and Monday. We're back to a chance of some scattered storms. We'll also see a chance of rain Wednesday night. We'll walk through the timeline coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. If you've gone to the home improvement store recently and couldn't find a certain supply, the upcoming Barbie movie could be to blame. We'll tell you what they use so much of on set that it caused a global supply shortage. I bet you can guess. <laughs> Plus, this is a disguise that a uh, few people have seen. A man robs a store while wearing a box on his head. You'll want to see this video after the break. A lot of teenagers are in crisis. Study after study has found a link between social media and mental health, and now lawmakers want to crack down on it. One proposal in Congress would ban social media for anyone under 13. Lauren Petty talked to a therapist to weigh in on the ideas. Nia Cortez sees it in her therapy sessions. I've had it where kids have told me like, oh, like I'm on TikTok and then I'm watching videos on funny animals and then here I am watching, you know, somebody talk about their depression and anxiety and eating disorder. Now, do I have an eating disorder? I don't know. A therapist for teens ages 13 to 18 in Wheaton, Cortez says the teens she talks with often go online looking for community. I do think it is part of their lives and a big piece as to why they do struggle with themselves and trying to, you know, love themselves and figure out, you know, do I belong here or not? The teen mental health crisis is the reason behind the Protecting Kids on Social Media Act, a bipartisan bill introduced in the U.S. Senate in April. It would prohibit anyone under the age of 13 from accessing social media platforms. Someone as young as 10 has no business being on, you know, any social media account. Um, they're still young. It would also prohibit platforms from using algorithms to recommend content to anyone under the age of 18. 
seen. You like a video, you like a post, you're gonna get more of that post, more of that content and draws you in and sometimes takes us in terrible places. Well, that's what's been doing to all of our kids. Tanya Haig is the founder of Kids 2, a nonprofit focused on child protection that supports the bill. We are way past due, to be honest, about two decades, and now there's so much um, that we need to fix, um, including the mental health of our kids. The Protecting Kids on Social Media Act is one of just several bills before Congress right now in response to the teen mental health crisis. Sometimes they overlap and it's kind of off to the races to see which ones are going to get signed first. Critics say social media access should be a parent's choice, not Congress. If we did have parents who did step up and take that responsibility, then we maybe we wouldn't have government trying to step in and do that part. Cortez tells parents of kids with access to social media to focus on these two things. First and foremost, know what they are on. Um, you know, just like you would in like an in-person interaction, know their friends online as well. Well, it's interesting. As soon as you ban it, kids are going to want to get in on it even more, right? That bill remains in the House Committee on Energy and Commerce. No votes have taken place on it yet. If you can't find pink paint, blame Barbie. We all know the color goes hand in hand with the popular dolls theme. The upcoming movie is at fault for causing a global pink paint shortage. That's according to the movie's production designer. The director said she wanted pinks very bright and everything to be almost too much. Another factor in the pink paint shortage is supply issues. Barbie hits theaters July 21st. Almost too much. I, I think it's accomplished. Maybe if you're looking for that shade or that shade of pink, right? You know what it looks like. All right, check out this video. You're seeing it right. It's a man wearing a cardboard box on his head and robbing a store. Police in Miami say the store's owner shared the video. This box bandit was caught on camera shattering glass, grabbing phones. <laughs> Investigators say that man was found with 19 mm. phones and more than $8,000 in cash. Officers say they arrested him and charged him with several crimes. Yeah, pro tip, might want to cut out some eyes or something in the box because uh -huh. that was a little hard to see. Yeah. <laughs> over two dozen homes in Durham lost power overnight after a car crashed into a power pole. Coming up, the effort crews put in to restore power to those affected and the work that's still underway. And you may want to limit your time outside the next couple days. For certain groups, we'll look at how the smoke from wildfires in Canada is lowering our air quality here in the Triangle. Plus, new moms will want to hear this. How long you breastfeed your baby may impact your child's test scores in the future. We'll look into the research next. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.